Welcome friends to episode eight of the Missing Pieces podcast. If you're new here, this is the podcast where I share my Lego collecting journey every week. But in this case, this was the episode that almost didn't happen because this was a very busy week. And I know there's not many excuses for a guy that gets to make Lego videos for a living, but we have a lot of stuff going on and some big things on the horizon, which I'm gonna keep a surprise for right now because when you see what's going to happen, assuming everything works out, it's gonna be some major changes for I won't say anything more. It's gonna be some big changes happening and I'm really excited about it. It's something that we've been trying to do for a very long time and it's happening now. So stay tuned for that in the coming months. But this past week, it's just been, it's been crazy. You guys know that I try to usually make videos here every single day, which is a part of what I do. And I really love the consistency of things, which is why this episode's happening right now, because I was almost gonna not make this. I usually record these episodes like in the mornings when Clark Mann's at preschool, and I find a really good time where it's nice and quiet, and then I you know, record it, I kind of edit it up a little bit, then I have it ready to go for the weekend, and I take the weekends off. In this case, if you're watching this the day it comes out, I'm actually recording this literally before it goes out to you guys. So this is happening almost in real time. This is as close to a live stream as you're gonna get. So what happened this week? Why was I so busy? One, the big thing that I was talking about, which I'm gonna keep a mystery, even though I need to kind of put it out there to explain things, but it just seems like this week we were running somewhere every single day, plus Clark didn't have preschool this week, so there wasn't that good time to kind of sit down and have like this relaxing moment. Plus it was just like, it was just things happening. I don't know what happened at the time. I did take Clark over to his yammies on Tuesday, I think it was, which is what I typically do. And that becomes like my work day. But it's amazing how you allot for like six hours of time to do things, but it just slips away and editing and doing stuff. And that was one of those days that I was working heavily on the, the thing that's coming up, which now I'm kind of wishing I didn't bring up because it's just becoming like this, this big thing. And some of you guys that have been following Brickitect and Greg's world for a long time probably know what I'm talking about. But it's, it's an exciting thing. And I apologize if you're one of those people like we were talking about maybe last week. Was it last week or the week before? It was, I guess the week before where uh, I titled it, maybe you're one of those people or the, the people that are always looking for one of our videos to come out. And I apologize this week because there were two days where I didn't have an opportunity to make videos at all. So this is, I think a four video week. And I think it was Friday. I made a video on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I think Friday was the day where I didn't have the video out until like way late in the evening. So I'm trying to get back on track and today's gonna be one of those days where I'm kind of preparing the studio and getting things cleaned up and prepping it for this coming week where we can kind of get back into the routine of things. Cause I really do love making these videos. I just need to find the time to do it. The good news is if you're not following Greg's world, you need to go do that. There's a link down below in the description. Also a link down below to our sponsor, which is the Brickitect Patreon page. If you want to support this channel, you can go through our Patreon. One dollar more per month. I put out exclusive videos there when I have time. Obviously this wasn't one of those weeks where I have time, but I do need to get back onto that. You can also shop on our eBay store, which we're gonna talk about here in a second in the next topic, or you can use our Amazon affiliate link, which really does help, and that's free to do as long as you're shopping on Amazon. Don't go out of your way to buy anything, but if there's something you need, you can do that. First time we've ever done a mid-roll for our sponsors here. Thank you to all of our sponsors, which uh, happens to be myself. Speaking of that, I guess we should talk about that. I don't ever plan to take any sponsors onto this, these episodes. If you listen to these on Apple Podcasts and stuff like that. It's just gonna be just me and me and you. It's not gonna be like brought to you by audible.com slash brickitect. Download your next audiobook for no, no, it's just gonna be us. I appreciate you guys and all the support that you give me everywhere. We don't need to do that here. This is just this is more personal than that to me. So stick to my word on that. And if I ever change that, you can come back to this episode and tell me about it. Moving on from the busy week. We're gonna we're gonna rebound from this. I'm gonna have videos for you guys. I didn't 
have anyone say like, hey, where's today's video? Where's yesterday's video? I guess that's something in my mind that I always feel like I'm letting people down and I've talked about this before and I feel like I have this obligation, but I know you guys want the best for me and I feel like the time, the time that I'm devoting to things, whether it's making vlogs on my other channel, which is documenting me and Clark's last year together, that to me is like the number one priority. Making Lego videos comes behind that at number two, but then there's other things that kind of slip up into those ranks and Lego sometimes falls down, so. We're making it happen. It's not easy. I, we talked about this on the Bricks and Bits podcast. If you wanna find another podcast after this to listen to, you can check that out. It's on MNR Productions channel. We talked about how he was struggling to make videos daily. And I, I threw out there, I'm like, dude, try making daily videos on two channels, taking care of a four-year-old full-time, running a house, doing errands, getting groceries, making dinner. I'm like a house husband mixed with like an entrepreneur mixed with like a stay-at-home dad. I, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of, it's a lot to take on, but I really do love this. And I know there's gonna be a time in my life where I wish for exactly what's happening right now to be a part of it. Like having Clark Mann here with me all the time, even though it does take a considerable amount of time and I can't just jump on here and do the stuff that I wanna do, like it's still very important to me and I need to cherish every moment because this is gonna come to an end very soon. Like he goes off to kindergarten. It's gonna be like a new chapter. It's gonna be the end of us spending so much time together, but I'll feel like, I can do more with this business. Like I really do want to do like daily live streams, like jump on every day at noon and have like an hour where I do whatever, whether it's building Lego, talking about Lego, playing video games. I really would love to get into a routine like that. And I just want to venture off into, I guess, different areas or different avenues. And I think next year is going to be the year for that. So if you're subscribed, stick around until I guess late August, September of next year, and you'll see like a whole new chapter of Brickitect. If you're wondering if Clark Mann will still be in the videos, he will be. We'll make videos when he comes home from school, but I, there's a lot of things that I wanna do on like a solo level with just myself in terms of being creative and making mocks and more live streams, sharing more Lego news and stuff. As much as I've kind of been away from that because everyone does it, I would like to share my opinion on things when it comes out and I just don't have the time right now. So I think that there's gonna be a, I think Brickitect's gonna get, do nothing but get better going forward, but at least in terms of variety, but there will be a little bit more like, I guess like solo stuff, like what you're watching right now, as opposed to every day of me and Clark just doing our thing. And speaking of that, Clark doing his own thing, he, I should have, I could have had a video out. I should have, because he did, he built three Lego sets in the last week that I wanted to do a showcase for, and I just didn't have the time to show it. So we're gonna move that back to this week and I'll let him do his little Clark Man reviews on it. He is, I think, the best Lego reviewer under five years old on YouTube, but you can, you can disagree on that. So that was, that was a week. Sorry if that was all over the place. And I'm sorry if it comes off as though I'm making excuses for not doing the thing that I kind of make a commitment to do, but just understand that there is a lot of stuff happening and it, it's all good stuff. I do wanna talk about a follow-up on the last episode. Something happened last week that I talked about and I told you I would tell you what the outcome was and that was the eBay store, which was the Brickitech logo up for sale. And I told you guys that I put the Brickitech logo, just one of my tiny little ones, nothing like this, and if you're listening to this, I apologize, but I'm holding up the UCS Brickitech logo. You would think maybe this would go for some money, being that this is a one of one, it's very special to me, but I also have these little tiny Brickitech logos that, that exist in the world and I, I bag up and stuff and I give them away to people. I decided to put one up for sale on eBay uh, like maybe two weeks ago for one penny with free shipping with a seven day auction just to see what happens. And 
something crazy happened. Within just a couple hours, this thing's going up and up and up and up, and I'm watching the price go up until it went all the way up to $137.50 for a, I think it's like 24 piece Bricktech logo. And I was a little shocked by that. I had a bad feeling that it was just gonna be a hoax because the way eBay works is you can bid on things. And even though it's like a contractual obligation that you're committing to pay for that, people don't. And I'm unhappy to report that the person that bid this up to 137.50, of course, didn't pay. No one ever thought that they were or that they would. And it's 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 still sitting there. I sent them like an invoice and said, hey, you want it, go ahead and pay. And of course they didn't. And it was probably, it's probably like a seven year old kid that's on their parents' computer or whatever. And they're like, I'll get on here and I'll bid it up. They do have one feedback. They just created their account in September. So obviously it's just kind of a, a bogus thing. But I come to find out, eBay sent me a message. It's like, hey, if this thing's still available, you can send a second chance offer to other people that bid on it. So I was like, okay, let's see if anyone was actually serious on this. So I sent a second chance offer to three people, the next three people that bid on it. I think it was like bids of like, uh, I think it was like $50, $100 and $120 or something. Essentially what it does is I would send in, say me and you were bidding on something and I won it, but didn't pay. And you put it, say I bid, say I bid 137.50 just to make this kind of relevant. And you bid up to 100 and that was the highest you were gonna go. Essentially what the second chance offer does is it would send you an offer to buy the thing for the $100, a buy it now of what your max offer was. So it's kind of cool for someone that missed out on something by just a few dollars or maybe more. And to get an offer from eBay, it's like, hey, do you still want this thing? Because it can be yours right now for the price you were willing to pay for it. And not surprisingly, I sent that out to three different people at all these different price ranges that they're willing to bid up to and not one person bought it. So it's pretty clear that there maybe were some serious offers on this logo at like, maybe up to like the five, $10 range, maybe 20 beyond that. But once you got beyond that price range and I looked at the bid history on this, it was literally like two or three people that bid it all the way up to that. And I think they were just hoping that they weren't gonna be the person that was holding the bag at the end that had to actually pay for it. And of course someone was and there's nothing to come from it. I don't plan to file a complaint with eBay or anything. It was just kind of a fun thing to try. I do feel bad though, because there probably was someone that wanted to pay something for that and now it's not there. So I might do a thing where I just put put those on eBay for like five bucks or something like that. It cost me a dollar to ship and the parts all together, like if I don't buy them in huge bulks, I think it was like one or $2 for the parts. So I'd make like three bucks off of it, which almost isn't even worth my time in like bagging them and doing the addresses and taking to the post office. But if people want those, I think that's a cool thing. And I mentioned before, I wanna do a lot of other stuff in, in terms of like giving things away. So I, I might take that route, but I might also just keep those to give away to people that win contests and do like fun little things. I also am getting photos done of the Bricktect family and I wanna do stickers like I mentioned as well. Whether those whether that person paid for that on eBay or not, it really doesn't matter. I still wanna do those things. And I think that's fun to throw in with anything that I give away because it doesn't add weight. And I can just, I usually throw a logo in and I'll throw, I'll throw stickers and all that all that crazy stuff. The eBay store isn't done. We kind of talked about the past. I don't have anything on there right now, but I think after I get this episode processing and all that, I'm gonna take some pictures of some things I wanna sell. The big thing, I need to clear out some big stuff for reasons that you'll come to find out soon. But something big that I need to get rid of is I bought a Lego Boost set. I have Lego Boost and I think he's, I think he's chilling around here somewhere in the studio. I have no idea where he is at this point because it, it's a giant mess. Oh, he's back there. You might be able to see him right there. If you're watching this, if you're listening, 
I apologize, but Boost is right there. Very disappointing set in my opinion. I was expecting something way different than it is, but I do like it as a model, as a robot, because I'm into that stuff. But I was at Walmart, I think it was January of this year, which kind of goes to show you just how long this has been going on for. I saw one on clearance, even though I already had one, and it was like $75 or something like that. And I, I couldn't pass it up because at the time these things were going for like 130 on eBay. I don't know what they're going for now or if I'm gonna make any money from it, but I think it's time to, to let that second boost go. So I already have a box, like it's already kind of packaged up. I'm gonna put it on my table here, take some pictures of it, throw it on eBay. I'm of course only gonna be doing buy it nows from now on. So there's no BS with people putting artificial bids on and bidding things up and not intending to pay for it. So I'm gonna do buy it now, a very reasonable prices and Hopefully it sells. I'm gonna, just gonna go with what eBay, the typical prices are selling for. I did have someone comment, and I think it was the last Missing Pieces episode. They, they're they worried that maybe I'm using my my fame here on YouTube as a way to you know, rake money in from people being that like, oh, I'm selling this thing, and being that it's Brickitex, you're willing to pay so much more for it. I don't want you to consider that when you're buying something. Only buy something from me on eBay if it's something that you actually want. It's not a huge deal that it's coming from me and it was featured in videos and stuff. It's just, I, I'm not trying to like make a business out of this. I'm just trying to clear out some space and use the money that I could sell things for to buy something else that maybe I like a little more that I can enjoy now. And then, like I mentioned before, just kind of keep flipping this around. And I know this whole eBay thing is coming up in quite a few episodes here, but it's one of those things that's kind of like, it's kind of something that I need to focus on. So one thing that we were talking about in our the other, the other podcast that we do is Lego format. I was talking about maybe, like talking about disappointing sets and ones that I didn't like. Lego Forma, if you don't know, is a, it's like a, a Technic base that has these posts that come up and on top of it is this fish. And it was an Indiegogo campaign that ran back at the end of last year. And it was one of those things that I don't feel like I was super interested in, but I was afraid that I was going to miss out on it when it came available in January. Cause you there was only so many slots. And if you had to like prepay for this, and if you paid $80 or whatever the thing was, when January came around, or it was actually much later than that it turned out to be, they would send one of these out to you. But if all those spots got filled up and you weren't one of those people, you didn't have an opportunity to get it. So of course I was like, I gotta do this, and I did. And I got it, and I built it, and it was kind of just okay. It definitely classified as one of my most disappointing things that I bought, not because it's necessarily bad, it just isn't, isn't something I wanted, and I let my fear of missing out dictate my actions there. So. I have this thing, it's been sitting on my shelf for a long time. Ryan told me that it sells for a good amount of money on eBay. And what I'd like to do, and I don't anticipate any brick detectors being interested in this, most likely, but I'm at least gonna put it on my eBay store and see if somebody wants to buy it for whatever they're going for. I haven't done any research again, so I'm gonna have to figure out what a buy it now is gonna be on it. I have like the extra skins and all that stuff. And hopefully when you're watching this or listening to this, it's available, or it may not be because someone bought it instantly but I wanna to try to sell that because I wanna buy something else that's maybe equally as weird um, and maybe equally as disappointing. And that is the Lego wooden minifigure, the originals one. And I'm sure you guys have seen this. I wanted to do a, is Brickitech buying it on this? But again, it just came down to not having the time. Again, something I wanna change going forward. But if you guys haven't seen it, it's this giant minifig that's like maybe, maybe a foot tall or so, and it's made of wood. And I saw this thing and I thought it was really unique and interesting. I thought, dang, that's kind of cool. But then I found out that the price tag on this bad boy is $120. And a part of me died inside. But nonetheless, I'm still interested in it because it's kind of unique and, and very odd. And I thought it'd make a great display piece. 
That was until I watched, I think it was Brixar's video on it, and I've come to find out that it doesn't move at all. In my mind, if you picture like a, a Lego minifig and how the arms move like up and down and the head moves back and forth and the legs move, I thought this thing moved just like that. It just had like hidden pins inside of it that and allowed you to articulate it and you could put it in various positions and have fun with it. Turns out it doesn't move at all. It's essentially positioned standing straight up with its arms out. And at the end of those arms, even more disappointingly, are plastic hands, yellow plastic hands, which I would have loved the whole thing to be made completely of wood because I think that would look way better. But nonetheless, it has plastic hands and it comes with extra pieces that you can put in its hands. And they've kind of uh, portrayed this thing as something that you'll decorate or design or paint. And I just can't imagine someone spending $120 essentially on a, a wooden canvas that they're gonna paint and the, the catastrophe of messing up that would be terrible. Can you imagine you spend 120 bucks on this thing and you have this thing in your mind that you wanna paint on it and make it look really awesome and it comes out looking just terrible? And it's like, there's 120 bucks spent. Like for me, the ideal price point on this thing is like, and I, I would love it at like $50, $60 and maybe be the max but it's 120 and I don't know if it's gonna come down. I think it's gonna be one of those quirky things that they probably don't put on sale. It doesn't sell great, but maybe they didn't anticipate it selling great anyway. So I wanna get one of those. And I was thinking that what I could do is sell Forma and trade those funds for the wooden minifigure. So again, it kind of comes down to taking something that I don't necessarily enjoy or want that's just sitting on my shelf and getting something that I find kind of interesting and enjoying it for the, what it is. And then if maybe if I don't like that, I don't anticipate doing anything to mine, like painting it, cutting it, doing anything like that. I just wanna experience it. I'm gonna have it on display. And if it's something that later I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of done with that, pass it on. Because what I'm learning in this hobby of Lego collecting is that you don't have to hoard everything. Everything doesn't have to always accumulate and be a part of this. It can be something that you get, you enjoy, you appreciate for a time, and then you either pass it on or break it down or do something. It doesn't have to be like this, this uh, museum of, of things that's like your history, which is what I've made this channel into and what I've made my studio into. It's everything, I always say this and it comes back to bite you a little bit. Everything has a story and I like to hold on to those stories, but why can't just my experience be something within itself? The fact that I document it is I think really cool because I can always look back on that and then move on, move forward because you this just is not sustainable. This has been like the big thing of this year for me is that I'm learning very quickly as I add more shelves and I've added three more of these shelves. If you're watching this, I have, or if you're listening to this, I have these, I think 36 inch wide shelves that are I wanna say five or six feet tall, I think five feet tall, that I, I just keep adding and adding. When I moved into this house in 2015, I didn't even have enough stuff to fill one of these. And now I have two, three, five, I have six of these big ones and I have three smaller ones. So you can see just what has happened in four years of living here. How can I do this for another four years? It's just not possible. It's not possible with what I'm doing. So I either need to break sets down and put them into my piece collection or I need to like box them up and put them into storage or do something. But I would, I'd love my space to turn into here. Instead of being a box wall, I like to keep built models that mean a lot to me on display. So there wouldn't be nearly as much. I don't think it would look as cool, but it would be like 
it'd be more special and more contained. And then what, say it'd be a lot easier then when something new comes out that I really love and I have this little square on a shelf that previously had something in it like a wooden Lego minifig. I could take that off and put the new thing there. It'd just be like this, this uh, balancing act. It's almost like outside of Lego space, like say you, say you have a bunch of clothes, right? And you get a new t-shirt, but you only have 20 hangers and you have 20 t-shirts, for example. These are all arbitrary numbers. You can't just add a t-shirt to that. You need to like look at one from the past and be like, okay, this one has served its purpose. I really loved, you know, what, what that meant to me at the time, but it's time to pass it on. So you either take it to like a goodwill or you use it as a rag or throw it away or depending on how bad it is. But then you put that new thing in there and that becomes like a, a part of your, your small collection that you really love. It's about loving the things that you have, not having a huge bulk of things. So that's my big goal with that. And that's a challenge that I've had. And with what's happening here going forward, this has become more important than ever. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. And if, if you want to check out my eBay store, like I mentioned earlier, I'll have, I'll link it down below. I'm going to try to put it as like a permanent thing. So if anybody wants to go there and check it every once in a while to see what I have, you can do that. Again, I have some people follow me on there. So that's kind of cool. Maybe they'll just, maybe it like comes, I don't know. I've never followed anyone on eBay. So I don't know if it comes up like in a recommendation, like, or like a, a not a recommendation, but a, uh, like a, a notification, I guess. It's like, hey, Celatech just put a new item out there and maybe you're interested in it. But I hope that's the case. And I hope I can clear some things out, free up some funds and keep making awesome content for you guys. Another thing that's on my horizon is I want to get that Jurassic Park set. There's a couple big things I want to get that, you know, I at least want to experience, but maybe not keep forever, especially that set. So I'll probably with that one, I talked about building the dinosaur and keeping that, which I want, but the the gate that's behind there. I'm probably going to build it, you know, just to have the whole thing there and then sell that piece off. And I'm sure someone that is watching the channel that is looking to buy that will understand where I'm coming from. And they'll know that it was handled with love and we'll pack it up nicely and try to make sure all the pieces are there, assuming Clark Man doesn't get to it. But I, I can think of a lot of things that I want to do that with. And I think it'll be really fun going forward with with collecting and maybe not not hoarding because there's a, there's a very tight line between being a collector and a hoarder. A collector, in my mind, and I, I've come up with this this slogan, and I think it's fun, and maybe you can use this too. In my mind, a collector is a organized hoarder. Hoarders just have stuff everywhere, and if you look around my studio, you might, you might classify me as that right now, but today I'm going to be making that a little bit better. But a collector is just someone that can organize their space. A hoarder is just someone that ran out of space to put all their stuff, and they tend to hold on to things that aren't, aren't, uh, that are trash in some cases, but one man's trash is another man's treasure, which is what I find out at yard sales. That's really what's going on this week. I just kind of want to throw that out there and let you guys know why I wasn't making videos and what happened with the eBay thing and what's going on in my brain and surprising you with something big in the future, hopefully, assuming everything works out. Uh, what's going on today, I already kind of mentioned I'm gonna be cleaning up the space here. Clarkman right now is working on a set, which I'm gonna go up and help him out with after this is all finished up. He's working on the Lego Creator Modular Suite Surprises, so we'll have that as a showcase along with the other little builds that Clarkman did this week. Maybe I'll try to make that tomorrow's video. I also wanna do like a minifig Monday for tomorrow, I think, because I've gotten a bunch of stuff in mail time that I wanna show off. We've got big things happening. Stick with me, guys. It won't always be as busy as it is now, and I think we'll get into a nice routine here once things settle down a little bit. One final thing before we wrap this video up, I want to do a segment at the end of each episode, or maybe at the beginning, somewhere in there, somewhere between the very beginning and the very end. I wanna do like a viewer comments from the last episode. So if you have anything that you wanna say for the next episode that's either related to what I talked about here or something that you would like me to talk about in the next episode, I would greatly appreciate you leaving that on YouTube. Even if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, 
podcast, come over and try to leave me a comment because I'd love to have that be something that I throw in that either gives me a, a spark for the next episode or if there was something that I talked about here that you can add value to for the other people that are watching this maybe in the future, throw that out there. I didn't have time to do that this week. I know there was a lot of good comments from last episode, but I promise going forward I'll do that and I think that'll be a really cool asset to the show. So on that, I wanna thank you guys for watching. Thank you for taking your time out of your day to, to hang out with me here. Whether you're sitting at your desk building something or whether you're driving, mowing the grass, doing dishes, making your bed, whatever it is, thank you so much for, for being a part of this. And as always, we'll find you in the next Missing Pieces.